Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we have been following the career of Farah Abraham on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. I have been following her career since she started. Yeah, you were a, a big watcher of uh, Teen Mom back in the day. Yep, and also 16 and Pregnant, which is where we first met Farah Abraham. But she's in the news lately because of a lawsuit against Viacom, which is the parent company uh, that brought us teen mom OG and she joins us on the phone right now hello Sarah how are you Hey, how are you, Colleen and Bradley? Good to join you. It's good to um, talk to you again. We you, we just want to get right to it. So you uh, filed this lawsuit, and in the lawsuit, it's pretty it's pretty um, damning. You say, among other things, that you were harassed, humiliated, discriminated against, disrespected, degraded, and even sex shamed. So how That's did correct. how um, give us an idea of what that actually looked like and why that led to you deciding to sue? Um, I would say that feels and looks like a horrible position as a woman to be broken down to her core. Um, it's just something that I never witnessed of being like bullied and pinned by myself, surrounded by 12 other uh, crew members. And there's amongst other things that everyone took part in from the executive to the crew to security um, that day. And that was in Austin, Texas at my father's home. So I, you know, I think all the details, legalities of everything that is more for court and more directed towards having a resolution and moving forward from that. But I do not wish that upon anyone else. And I feel like this is why I'm making a stand and hopefully making a change for other mothers who don't feel strong enough to do the same when it comes to the crew or being mistreated or for their children. And I believe that's why I, you know, I felt, you know, if I didn't file a lawsuit and I didn't take care of this, then I would, you know, regret that for the rest of my life yeah. upon living with every other situation that the public eye has put me in. Um, but I, I think I'm doing the right situation. And, you know, I just have a lot of strong women around me. And I'm just, you know, proud of just remaining strong and hanging in there for my daughter. Farah, you know, you, um, we, we've read, of course, in, in the news uh, and in the tabloids about this about this lawsuit and specifically that incident that you just talked about where um, the, it was a, pr- the, a member of the production staff or a producer who kind of, there was just a blow up. There was an incident that you cite. But was that kind of behavior taking place? Were there things that were that were percolating for a long period of time or was it that one incident that pushed you over the edge? 
I would say I've never had anything as horrific as the one incident, um, and that's, you know, where it is a legal situation. Mm-hmm. Um, over over the years, it's just been, you know, pushed on, pushed on, you know, for, for Farah, you know, acting like a 21-year-old and, you know, being vulnerable and those things, <laughs> adult behavior, you know, it's just turned into more and more and more being pushed and pushed to acting like I have a adult entertainment career when I am seriously a hardworking mother who, yes, she's, I'm an adult, like everyone else can be an adult, but I don't feel like I'm portrayed who I really am. And it's very damaging and it's very sad right now. So Farrah, um, and actually we've talked about this a lot. If you guys are just joining us, we're talking to Farrah Abraham about this um, lawsuit that she filed and, you know, just a reflection on your career. One of the things that we've actually said is that, you know, I think people can criticize, uh, well, you can criticize anybody, really, and you cannot maybe mm-hmm. uh, say that you wouldn't choose to do what Fair Abraham did with her life, but the one thing that we um, have always said about you that we appreciate is that, like, you're out there trying to, you know, make a living for, you know, your family, and there's a lot of your uh, business life people don't know. Can you just tell us about some of the other things you actually are doing, um, you yeah. know, with your like businesses? Like and fir- Furnished by Farah, that kind of yeah. stuff. Yes, uh, some of my passions and, like, my pride and my joy. Um, I've created a furniture store, um, and I also have, I help run my daughter's clothing store, children's boutique, Sophie Laurent, and my frozen yogurt brand, Froco, where we have, like, our awesome mascot. And I, I really, you know, those are a lot of my passions, food, furnishing, um, you know, fashion with my daughter. Everything is so fun, and I really enjoy all the families and the children you know, who have impacted our lives and it's just a joy. And I hope, you know, I get to continue doing more of those things and licensing and traveling the world and doing other shows. And, you know, this year our big thing is more of scripted and feature films. So I can't wait to talk to you guys later. Oh my gosh. We both just, we both were like that. We need to hear more about that. I don't even know how you have time for that because you really are so busy so much yeah you know what you have to keep busy to stay out of trouble that's what i learned very early on and um i just you know i enjoy everything that i do so thank you for bringing that up can i ask you too you know this has been a a really um fascinating year and and troubling in a lot of ways um to hear about the stories that women have had to endure in order to um you know to to survive and to thrive and have a career in hollywood and, and in other places do you feel like people are maybe changing their thoughts and opinions about you um, based on sort of what we've all been through with the Me Too movement over the last, you know, six to nine months? Yes, I would say so. I, I definitely am doing better in my professional career if it's scripted or television. And the main focus is my career and my work ethic rather than, you know, whether it's that sex, sex, sex stuff, which I'm just, I really am over that. And I just don't even like to hear about that anymore. I think it's like an old topic. And I don't like, you know, when people are only about that in order to get work and do work. And it's really, you know, I think that's, you know, if I had any regret, I would say that's what's kind of taken me off of my focus of my passions and what I like to work hard in doing. And I love the, the women who are standing up and making it focused on, their passions, their drive, what they're really doing and supporting other women in their, you know, any career, whether that's entertainment or, you know, interior design or whatever. I just love women actually supporting women rather than just saying they're feminists, but yet still 
shaming or, you know, slut shaming or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy like Amber Rose and some of, you know, some of the other women work with the same companies that I do. And I think it's really empowering and powerful for men and women um, just to, you know, go out there and work as hard as they can in whatever field that they want to work in and not be, you know, deterred back or whatever just because of their sex lives. Farah Abraham, I am so thankful that you took time again out of your super busy schedule to talk to little old us. Um, and happy birthday to Sophia. I, I know she had a birthday Thank on Friday. So and yeah, uh, she's nine. I, can you believe it? And I, I and I hope it. you'll keep us posted with all the projects that you have in the hopper because it sounds like you've got more coming out. So. So yes. we'll be in well, touch. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you, Bradley. Yes, have a great day. You thank too. Thank you, Farrah. That was Farrah Abraham. Um, interesting to hear from her about her own experience on the set uh, of Teen Mom OG. Again, a show that I've been watching, honestly, since it started. And I know a lot of our listening audience has kept track of uh, the people who we first met on 16 and Pregnant that then became Teen Mom and Teen Mom OG. So, And I think, you know, we didn't have time to really get into this, but... Um, like, I think you're able to say, like, I wouldn't do what Farrah Abraham has chosen to mm-hmm. do, but I think there is this level of, um, sort of like slut shaming that, that she probably is a victim oh, of yeah. in a way that, um, you know, maybe, uh, other women haven't been. And I think, um, it, it's, I don't think the other part of her gets out as much. She right. doesn't have as much uh, opportunity because everybody focuses on all this, the stuff, which I think is valid. I mean, it's not to say you shouldn't talk about that or that she didn't gain a lot of her success from that. I think she knew very well what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Again, she can speak for herself. But as far as I'm concerned, so fine, judge her on that, but then judge her on the rest of it, too. You right. can't just pick one thing to judge. Yeah, and she did kind of say that, that she's just tired of hearing people. It's like everybody's a dog with a bone with just that one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, I'm thankful that she had time to talk with us and that she shared that with us. So when we come back, though, here on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay, we have to move over. We're kind of, We've kind of been on the Me Too conversation. There's another interesting story of sexual misconduct. And this time it was a woman who perpetrated it. And it's an interesting story. We'll get to that and much more after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. Disney World is twice as big. Oh, oh it's twice, wow. as, twice big. as big. Wow, no Isn't wonder there's so many things that go on in those tunnels. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there's no. got to be an angle. No, don't you remember the Vanity Fair expose yes. about all of the things that Snow White, what she's doing with Dumpy yeah. or Doopy or whatever? Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of, when does that come out again? My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Well, we have been talking in the past few months about the Me Too movement and um, about the sexual misconduct in Hollywood. And and there's a new story that has come out about an actress in a well-known TV show. And we're going to tell you about that on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and um, do you did you watch Melrose Place in the nineties? Are you talking to me? Did you? Yeah, I'm talking to you. I mean, every Monday night, right? My college friends and I would sit in a dorm room 
and watch Melrose Place. Okay, I did good. not give two rips about 90210. I only watched Melrose Place because it was the more adult of the two. Right? Yeah. And we were adults. Yeah. Right? Well, uh, you may or may not remember uh, an actress who was on that show, uh, and her name is uh, Jamie Lunar. She's now 46 years old, so she's just, you know, a little bit older than we are. Well, she is being accused of performing oral sex on a 16-year-old boy in 1998. Um, And this is fascinating because this is kind of one of the first stories we've heard that alleges this type of sexual misconduct, right, in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Um, The boy at the time was 16 years old. She, at the time, Jamie Lunar was 26 um, and the, and it is being investigated. So it has been reported and it is being investigated. If you're wondering about statute of limitations, here's what we know about the statute of limitations. The statute of limitations after over the course of 20 years has not run out on a felony charge of oral copulation of a minor oh. where the underage victim alleges he or she was forced into a sex act. So one of the things that they are investigating right now is if this act that took place 20 years ago was consensual or not if it was consensual it still is a crime if it was consensual consensual she would face a misdemeanor charge um Do however we know who brought the charge uh yeah just a second i i wanted to just finish the close the loop on that um that misdemeanor charge the statute of limitations has run out yeah. on that so uh so that is that is sort of where we are but It was the actual victim who came forward and filed a report with the Los Angeles Police Department over the weekend. Well, that would indicate that perhaps it's not consensual. Consensual. Because if it were, why they would say, well, I mean, statute of limitations ran out. Right. Right. But they are investigating it. Apparently, at the time that this would have occurred, when she was 26 years old, she she had she was having sort of a rough patch with her personal trainer boyfriend uh, and it is unknown whether or not they were on again or off again at that particular time i would say it doesn't really matter no, I mean, um, what, yeah, what, because that's sort of neither here or who there is this person like uh how did they have a relationship well so i you, who the per the victim, the victim yeah. um we don't really know that and again i'm i would be i would imagine that they are um they are trying to kind of keep the identity under wraps because he's not been named in the media. Um, However, she has not responded to any comments and the Los Angeles police department is also not replying to any comments yet. Hmm. So this is something that, uh, that we'll continue to keep an eye on, but this was one of the headlines that came out today. And like I said, listen, when we talked about kind of listening to the victims Often those victims were women and people would say, well, what happens? What about men who've been victimized? Well, here we are. And yes, we all are still all ears on the victim. Yeah, for sure. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I would say um, the thing I had forgotten, and again, you know, whether or not this case, uh, if she'll be charged or what have you, um, we'll certainly find out. And there's no reason to not believe the person who's reporting this particular story. But I kind of had forgotten her. I was just looking through her mm-hmm. IMDb and she was on all sorts of stuff that you would remember from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, chief among them, that spinoff, which did not last on Growing Pains. I loved just that the show. Ten of us. Gosh, I love that show. It was the coach. What was his name? Coach. Coach something, something or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she was uh, the daughter on that. She was on um, a bunch of other TV Mm -hmm. shows as well. Yeah. So anyway, I had forgotten about her. But um, speaking of Melrose Place, can we just talk about what's going on with Melrose Place? Yeah. Because uh, Me Too movement all over the former cast of uh, Melrose Place. And we talked about this story a couple times so far, but it bears repeating. And particularly, we're talking about Heather Locklear being uh, arrested for domestic violence. Mm -hmm. She clearly is having um, a hard time being sober Mm -hmm. and having uh, a life, Mm -hmm. much less your best life. Um, Of course, over the weekend, uh, police were called. She was charged with uh, domestic violence. She was also charged with uh, fighting with police officers, accosting them. Um, So I don't know what precipitated this particular blowout. Uh, but she has not had a, a, a good go of things. Um, it does look like she has had, and I didn't know this, uh, or at least I had forgotten that she has a history of domestic violence issues in the past. In 2011, the LAPD was dispatched to Jack Wagner's home, her then boyfriend, mm-hmm. after the two got physical with each other during an argument. She apparently lost it on him and uh, physically uh, abused him, he, but he was also accused of attacking her. Neither of them pressed charges. Um, then I think when it was, was that? did you say 2001, 2011, 2011, 2011. And then in 2017, she was clearly having some alcohol issues and she drove into a ditch. So, um, she's had a rough go. Yeah. I'll say, uh, and as, but it's as, just weird to me that two stories with former cast members of, of Melrose, Melrose place. place, like when was the last time we were all talking like about poor Melrose Andrew place? Shue, why can't he get some good headlines? And what is he up to? I don't know. I wonder if he's still cute. Probably not. Um, yeah, look him up. Let's find out. We'll find out and we'll tell you eh, after this. Not ugly. On the Colleen and Bradley show. When we come back, we've got crazy, stupid idiots for you. But in the break, head on over to Facebook because we're going to be doing a Facebook live with Colleen and Bradley. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. What's your job, Marlon? Entertainment. People keep on doing dumb things, and uh, we are happy for it. So dumb. We appreciate it because it allows us on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071 to uh, talk about them and highlight them and shame them publicly mm-hmm. on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present 
CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. Yeah. Okay. Where are we going first? Well, Colleen, thank you for asking. It's You're a welcome. very important question. Mm-hmm. Corsicana. Where's Corsicana? Corsicana. Uh, I don't Texas. know. Texas. Corsican. Corsicana. No? Okay. Texas. Okay. Uh, we're going to Corsicana, Texas. Mm-hmm. And it's roughly, uh, well, post Valentine's Day. So a week after Valentine's. Okay. okay. And I want to tell you the tale tale not very old as time about a lady okay her name is shannon shunta martin mm-hmm. now shannon shunta martin mm-hmm. uh did something and that's what earned her crazy stupid idiot status okay. do you want me to guess what she did no. okay no. here's what i want you to know so apparently on the 20 are you having fun over there I'm just pre-cleaning for Lori and Julia. Okay, I thought you were organizing your art supplies. No, I'm just putting things back as you were. Okay, She did Uh, something that got her... uh, So, it turns out on February 21st, officers were investigating Mm -hmm. a theft at a local uh, store. Hmm. Okay. And uh, during that investigation, they arrested a lady. They arrested 32-year-old Shannon Shunta Martin. Okay. And they placed her in the back of a police vehicle. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you theft. You get the back seat. You get the back seat. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Well, the problem was, Colleen, she had some contraband on her. Put down the aromatherapy. She, mm-hmm. Colleen, probably wanted aromatherapy. And you'll learn why in just a moment. She wanted to conceal some stuff. Now, what do we know about ladies who want to conceal stuff? They have two pocket opportunities that they uh, appreciate the use of. Yes, right? The front pocket or the back pocket. pocket. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, she did that. She put them in one of those pockets. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it was her her back door pocket. Her rear pocket. Yeah, her Mm -hmm. back pockets. And... uh, among the things that she st- stored there, Colleen, 2.3 grams of crack cocaine, Oof. a crack pipe. I don't know how much that is, but it sounds like a lot. A crack a pipe, pipe. And a Valentine's Day card. A card? <laughs> okay. So she shoves those things in her uh, in her backdoor teen mom. Was the card folded? I don't know. I wasn't there. That is irrelevant. Did I tell you the title of this story? No. The title of this story is Diarrhea of a Mad Woman. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So she's in the back of the police vehicle. She has hidden mm-hmm. uh, crack cocaine, a crack pipe, yeah. and a Valentine's Day card. I feel like that would aggravate some things. Well, apparently it did. Yeah. Oh, dear. She, either that or she was concerned that she was not going to be able to conceal those items mm-hmm. for any length of mm-hmm. time. So she tried another form of cover up. Okay. What? I. I don't understand. The title of the story yes. is called so, Diarrhea of a Mad Woman. Oh, so she, the output, maybe she was trying to bury them? She pooped. Oh my gosh. On those things. So that police would not discover what them. What goes through somebody's <laughs> head 
when they come up with that idea. She intentionally dutied on her contraband in the back seat of the car oh my God. in the back of the cruiser. Now, Colleen. Yeah. You're a police officer. Sure. I mean, I can pretend. Shannon Shunta Martin is in your backseat. She shouldn't have done that. She, I, I can tell you that right now. She, uh, I don't even want to say the words because it's just mm-hmm. too close. Mm-hmm. A lady uh, doo-doo's in the backseat mm-hmm. of your car. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Well, I, well I'm going I'm to I'm get... I'm going to get real angry first. Yeah, then what's she going to do? I'm going to have to clean it up. I mean, that can't stay there forever. Not only are going to have to clean it up, but you know that she's got some contraband. In the rear. In her uh, waistband. Mm -hmm. In her now uh, doo-doo filled pants. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to check. Yeah. I'm going to have to get in there, unfortunately. had to sift. Oh, gosh. Through the uh, concealing device. Mm Mm-mm. In order to retrieve the evidence. Negative. Just, you know. That's a day you don't like your job. I would just (laughs) like to honor the men and women of the Corsicana Police Force who were required to sift through Shannon Shunta Martin's doo-doo pile Mm -hmm. to get her Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day card. Also, why, why? Oh, you know what? What? It was probably a stolen Valentine's Day card. From the store, because remember she was arrested oh my initially, gosh, honey, from a store. I know why she was inspired, Bradley. She was arrested. Isn't it called Heb Heb H E B? What the place was H E B? Yes, H E B. And mm-hmm. that's a grocery store in Texas. Yeah, Herbert mm-hmm. E. Butt. Yep. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. Yes, buried the lead in doo doo. H E B stands for I think it's Herbert E. Butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh, I'm you sorry. Howard, make that up. Howard Edward Butt Sr. H E B grocery store chain. Yeah. His mother actually founded the grocery store Florence Thornton Butt in 1905. <laughs> She's rolling over in her grave. So thank you, Holly. I else was founded. The somebody else was something else was founded in this woman's butt. So. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bringing it full circle, trying to apply some oh, wow. logic. To yeah, so technically speaking, it's lot. appropriate that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the lady was putting things in her butt after being in was the it, butt. Was it appropriate? All right, that happened. Okay, uh, for this next crazy, stupid idiot, we are going to have to travel to China. Okay? Have you ever been at a wedding? Where, you know, like it's a celebratory occasion. Maybe people have a couple beverages and then the groom's father makes out with the bride. You know how that happens? Mm, Yeah, because it doesn't happen. Okay, good. Because I thought I missed something. Nope. This is uh, what happened at at this wedding in China. Uh, The father of the groom was addressing the uh, guests at the wedding reception and uh, talking about how happy he was that his son had found this beautiful woman. And then oh, he can no. see, be seen in a video speaking to the woman and then um, shoving his tongue down oh, the throat of, no. the, of the bride. He was apparently incredibly intoxicated. Uh, he, yes. Uh, this An onlooker said, I was introducing the bride as they were walking the stage and the father kissed his new daughter-in-law suddenly. On the mouth. Oh, my God. uh, For a long time. That's disgusting. And uh, apparently the groom was very shocked. 
because he the the bride had just been introduced as an elegant lady and his own father was playing tonsil hockey. Uh, with did her. your father-in-law Never. try to stick his tongue down your throat? Nope. Negative. Nope. I this is the thing is you hear that story and immediately you have no choice but to imagine your own if you were found yourself in that situation how yeah. that would look or feel or feel or taste. Ooh. Um, Would you like to make out with? Okay, your you're disgusting. I love my father-in-law. Not in that way. Yeah, he's a nice man. He's a nice person. I don't think I'd want to make out with him. No, I prefer to make out with my husband. Yeah. So, have you ever made out with any of your in-laws? Gosh, you are so weird. <laughs> of course not. I wonder how many people have. If we open the phone lines, how many people have made six, out? Six five with one their, six no, four one one zero seven one. Have you? No, no, no. You did this. I don't want to know about you your trashy this? life. Now we have to pull it together. Those calls? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Have you made out with your in-laws? While we're waiting, I want to tell you about the butt crack babe. I wish you would. Flexible Thief 34 dubbed butt crap. But- <laughs> okay. So what just happened? Butt crack babe did something, Colleen, that earned her crazy stupid idiot status. Weren't we in China? Yeah, we were just in China. Well, we're going to hop a little, uh, take a little jaunt over to Taiwan. Oh, fun. Tai Chung, to be exact. And uh, there is the the butt crack babe. Mm. You know what she does? What does she do? She climbs inside of those uh, stuffed animal claw machines. Oh, yeah? And grabs toys out of them. Like, she literally climbs inside. I, You know what? I will tell you. I think my children wish that they could do that. Well, they love those dumb claw games. Don't show them this video. She is seen in the video literally climbing inside and she doesn't get all the way in which is why they call her butt crack babe because every time she gets up in it she can only get so far as her butt and then her butt's hanging out and then you see her butt crack and then she's (laughs) a lady so butt crack babe hi yeah can we also can i'm sorry to take a slightly off topic but i need to talk about that really briefly yeah because this is a trend i've noticed in the world um visible butt crack we all know it, I, I don't think That's it means to be a 2003. No, but it still is happening. Okay. Where, Where are you? In the world, in the crack? wild. Trust me. Okay. Uh, like I, 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 what springs to mind is a time that I was at an outdoor cafe and uh, I was enjoying my dinner and there was a man seated a couple tables away who had a good inch and a half of visible butt crack. It's probably hairy. Yeah. Yeah. To which I say this, don't, don't, do you, I feel like I kind of know where that part of my body starts, right? Yeah. And I'm very aware of where my, my pants are at all times. Yeah. And if I ever get the sensation that they're uh, about to creep below that line, I, uh, I adjust for the situation. What I don't understand is a breeze traveling Below that line, but I think and it's still the hairs, not reaching around. Honestly, I think it's the hairs are are um, blocking the sensation. I've seen it on lady booties too. Oh. I'm well, telling you what. Bus. No, I haven't seen the, just crack, not the. I'm just I'm saying, saying hairy cracks. Anyway, let's all just get to know our butt cracks and know where they begin, and let's just all vow to keep our wow. pants above that. Where did this come from? It's a thing I've been working on. Uh, it's been bugging me for a while. It's a thing I've been working on? It's just been bothering me for a while. I, I see enough of it. What bothers you about the butt crack in particular? Nothing bothers me specifically about the butt crack, like in general, in real life. It's just not something you wear out 
in public. I it's not an accessory. It's not. Um, I don't, especially when I know it's accidental. Like, let's just cover the crack. Cover the crack, or as I say, crack kills. Crack is whack. Cover the crack. It's listen. Okay, maybe I'm alone. Okay. Apparently somebody's calling because they made out with their in-laws. We have to go, though. Uh, we'll be back after this. I don't know what we're doing anymore. With our Daily Snap judgment. Head over no. to our Facebook page and answer that question. The question is Filbert or Hazelnut? That's with the F. That is apparently with an F. More on that after this. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. My Talk 107.1. Previously on Jason and Alexis. I'm always looking for the best burrito and best Mexican food here. It's on Larpenter Avenue. It's between the Auto Zone and Cub Foods. Mm. They are closed today, so that's kind of a horrible tease right now. Oh, but my Lord. <laughs> I just, Alexis. I didn't know. Oh, I mean. Somebody called and said, just P.S. It doesn't have any signage in its only takeout. Go to the yellow door behind the auto zone and knock four times and say, Burrito. monkey pees at midnight. And then they'll let you in. You, you open the half door and there's going to be a guy named Carlos. And you say to Carlos, which way to the burritos and then carlos will lead you down a hallway you go to the fourth door on the right and then there's a counter you can't sit down and you can only order one thing at a time and you put your hand out and they just lay it in your head (laughs) bringing you everything entertainment jason and alexis in the morning with producer don on my talk 107.1 the radio home of confidently knowing if something is still a thing my talk 107.1 Filbert or Hazelnut? That's the question on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, every day at this time, we get to our daily snap judgment. It's a question we ask on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page. Uh, it's a this or that question. We read through your answers, we judge you accordingly. And again, today's question Filbert or Hazelnut? And the question was answered. Are you ready? Yes. Melody said, I don't even understand the question. Okay. Until I read the other <sighs> replies and I took a trip to Google, therefore hazelnut. Um, what? <laughs> Don said, I always knew them as filberts until all the cooking shows c- came around and so many people are turning into foodies. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this uh, before the show. Like, when did we all start saying hazelnut? Because I grew up... Well, first of all, we didn't really eat nuts until what? Like... Yeah, they hadn't discovered nuts until like the 80s, I think. No, but you know what I'm saying. No, I'm kidding. Um, We didn't eat nuts recreationally other than like the holidays. I literally remember... Like, my grandmother would always have a thing of nuts, like a bowl of nuts, 
uh, on her table at the holidays. Mm-hmm. So it was always like a holiday tradition to like, you know, crack open some nuts. Like, of course, we had peanut butter and like uh, honey roasted peanuts and things like that. But like, when was the last time you had eaten a hazelnut? And now peanuts, hazelnuts, pecans, walnuts, it's in everything. Anyway, mm-hmm. moral of story is I don't know when we started calling them hazelnuts. I don't either. Uh, Jeannie said, Filbert's in my adult beverage, hazelnuts in my coffee cake. Can't have it both yeah, ways. Can't do both. Roxanne said hazelnut in my coffee, filbert in my alcohol. Uh, Correct. And Jennifer said hazelnut is easier. Then I don't have to explain to whomever I'm talking to what a filbert is. Uh, <sighs> Let's invite our friend Donnie to the table oh, for a hazelnut <laughs> or a filbert. Right. Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is the Donnie? Donnie? I Filbert was a comic strip, is it? Uh, that's, that's Dilbert. Oh, yeah. okay. It's Never mind. We yeah. like to invite Donnie onto our show so we can celebrate him and have fun with him before the three hours of his day that uh, he will not be celebrated. It's rough. It is I, rough. I would like to say Bobby on Facebook said hashtag geriatric snap judgment. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, All right. I uh, feel like yeah, that deserved yeah. a ding. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> Donnie, do you have a preference for the hazelnut or the filbert? I'm a hazelnut kind of guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite coffee flavors of coffee cream. It would I know, be right? Hazelnut. Yeah. Can't we yeah. just agree, though, yeah. that filbert would be such a, like, to me, that's a better word. Filbert. 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 It sounds like a person. It, it does. You know, I don't yeah. know. Like, I would like to enjoy my hazelnut with Filbert. Yeah, but I, I just think Filbert coffee, Filbert creamer, no. oh my Filbert torch. You know no. what I'm going to do? I'm not even kidding you. No. This is going to happen. And I will do? take audio of this. Okay. I will go because I always get my drink as a hazelnut latte. So you're going to ask for a Filbert yes, latte? Yes, see what happens. <laughs> oh my God, they're going to be like, what? Right? What? Yes. Uh, the millennial barista will be like, millennial we don't barista. have a Filbert. And I'll be like, yes, you do. And we'll argue for a while. Sounds like the name of an economist, you know. Archibald Filbert. 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 I just like the word Filbert. It's so like... Filbert. Antiquated? Victorian? Old? No, I think hazelnut sounds... I think hazelnut sounds more oh, um, fancy. Oh, it does. Uh, I'm going to, thanks for asking you guys. I'm going to go with hazelnut. 4K. Because uh, again, that's my coffee flavor. And that's just what I've always said. And I've uh, Nutella, hazelnut, you know. I True. I guess yeah. I didn't even realize they were called filberts. You didn't know they were called filberts? Well, Filbert's? I didn't realize that that was the same thing. And then we were talking about cocktails with a filbert. And I was like, oh yeah, I suppose that has happened before. It's a hazelnut. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Donnie, Bradley, we, we already s- know you're a filbert. Donnie, when did we start calling them hazelnuts? If memory serves, I think I was at the ballpark in 1923, and we had peanuts. <laughs> I don't even know what those words mean. You have to be such a smart asshole. No, I'm not. (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm just saying. When did we start eating nuts? What year was that? But okay, tell me I'm wrong. Nobody, we eat way more nuts. uh, That is true. Outside of the ballpark, when I was a kid. Nobody ate Filberts. Oh, yeah. We didn't have nuts except, as Brad said, at, at Christmas. Right, and right. The big bowl of nuts because they were hard to get. I'm assuming. I don't know. Are they expensive? Did or... you get an orange in your stocking yes, we always at the same got, time? I'm not even kidding you. My grandmother wow, would always get us too. a bag of oranges, <laughs> and there was always a giant thing of nuts on the table. 
Every family sounds like a fun party. Everybody. Well, no, she would send away oh. to the fruit company, and every year we'd get a, a different bag of oranges. <laughs> send away to the fruit company. She couldn't just buy them at the store. Make fun of my memories. May she rest in peace. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Nana. that was. Oh, thank oh. you for laying that guilt oh. trip on us, oh, Trina. I love you, and I will never besmirch your holiday <laughs> gift. <laughs> she would send away to the fruit company. She did. I did they guarantee not have fruit you, in grocery, grocery, stores? grocery stores at the time. Okay. Yeah, because you're, you're not acting. an old Victorian child reincarnated you into all, Bradley Trainer. You are all acting a fool. If we opened the phone lines right now, a lot of people would talk about getting fruit at Christmas. We don't have time. <laughs> I'm going to busy the phones. Yeah, yeah. Now. There we no, are. Uh, also, we may be still getting some leftover phone calls. Don't you? I mean, question, you get the Harry and David. Your in-laws. You have the the Harry and David catalog. What do they do? Fruit. You know, whenever it comes to me, though, I'm like, why would I order pears for my loved ones? Fruit of the month club. Yeah. yeah. But like, I, I just you know get the fruit I want when I want it. You know, at the grocery store. But it didn't store. used to always be that. I suppose. Way. Okay, fine. Good oh, people. That was, that well, was, that was in depth. Thank you for joining us for a fruit and nut chat on uh, the Colleen and Look. Bradley show. Stay tuned. Lori and Julia will be uh, comparing Speaking their walkers nuts, after this. Got that right. <laughs> Stay tuned for that, and thanks for listening to us today. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. My Talk 1071. Everything. Except the stress. Yes, of course. Entertainment.